Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? <laughs> no way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey there, thanks for joining me for episode 30. I am so excited that we're already this far into the podcast. I am seriously having the most fun recording these episodes for you, not only because I just love any opportunity for <laughs> adult engagement at this time, while so many of us are still kind of sticking to our own little bubbles and trying not to interact with too many people. But I'm also really loving sharing the thing that lights me up so much, which is getting organized. And so today, when I realized that I was going to be recording episode 30, I got so excited because you guys know I love doing anything in threes. And the fact that this number episode has a three in it, I thought, oh, this calls for an extra celebration. I'm going to put my face on today, as Meemaw would say. Uh, Meemaw wouldn't even go out to the mailbox without putting her face on because if she happened to run into the mailman, she wanted to make sure she looked her best. So I put my face on today. That means I brushed my hair. I put a little makeup on and I actually put on a shirt that says good times because I'm going to be tackling something that I think... <laughs> Maybe we don't really associate with positivity and good times. Maybe the thing that I'm going to be talking to you about today is the bane of your existence and makes you a crazy person. If that is the case, I don't think you're alone. I think there are a lot of people who feel really similar to that. But 
we're going to have a little mind shift today. This is going to be something that we no longer dread. Might not be our favorite thing, okay? Might have some better things to do with our time, but I don't want this to be something that we dread all the time. And you know I'm going to use some three E's as we get started on this. So today, let's talk about that never-ending mail pile. You know it well. It might make you crazy. And today we're going to talk about how we can really take the stressfulness away from that and make it work a little bit easier for us, okay? Because the deal is, just like I said, the title of this is The Never-Ending Meal Pile because even if you're an organized person, guess what? It's never going to end. You're going to be getting mail. I feel like if you're off the grid, somehow the mail's still going to find you. Because isn't that, what is the thing about the, the mailman? I feel badly even saying even mailman. We have some awesome male women. But the male person can never be stopped. Like rain, nor sleet, nor snow. Like, the male person's always going to show up and deliver you your mail. So even if you're off the grid, you're going to get mail, sister friends. It, that's just the way it is. And the more people there are in your family, the more mail you're inevitably going to be receiving on the daily. So here is how I have found a way to not let mail get the best of me. I have my moments, but here is how I've put some structure in place and have been intentional about organizing my mail situation. Okay, as always, let's go back to the three E's. Number one, essential. Number two, enhancement. Number three, extras. What are these going to look like for you and for your family? As always, I'm going to tell you your three E's in organizing your mail might look totally different than my three E's, but I'm just going to share with you what mine are and know that you're welcome to steal those ideas or come up with your own. The first thing when we talk about mail organization is going to be what I always say with the essential, start with the purge. So this has to do with <laughs> here's here's the here's the kicker not just having your mail come in and pile up on your countertop or wherever is your drop zone for your mail and then going through it and and purging whatever you don't want yes we're going to get to that but organizing your mail is actually going to take place before your mail even gets into your home and that is what really has been the key to keeping my sanity when it comes to my mail. Okay. So here's what you want to do before you're even bringing that mail in. A couple things need to happen. Number one, you open that mail up near a garbage can if that's possible. So I'm just going to tell you what our mail situation looks like right now. The way we have our mail is in, in order to bring our mail in our home, we have to walk by our trash cans and we have our recycle bins out there. Now let's take a moment also to talk about shredding. If you are the queen of the shred, and that doesn't mean losing weight and looking good. We're talking about the shred. I think, isn't there a shred in, I don't know this. I'm not a skateboarder. I'm not a surfer, but I'm just, <laughs> aren't those terms in like skateboarding and surfing? I don't know. I'm going to stay in my lane. Let's get back to organizing. So when you are a person who really wants to shred any personal documents, I completely understand that. This is the day and age when there are people that are trying to get into things that are not their business. So I completely support you. If that is really important to you, you want to make sure you're doing that. But what I want you to know is you have most likely two hands that can work as your shredder 
before things even make it into your home. Now, if you have some things that you just really want to make sure are kept appropriately private and you want to put them in an actual shredder, by all means, absolutely go ahead and do that. However, if these are things that are just junk mail, go ahead and use those hands. If your kids are next to you, hand them some stuff and say, shred, shred, shred. Like I'll just hand stuff off to my kids. And before we even bring the mail inside, or like we also have a PO box. So before we even take our mail and go to the car with our mail to take it home, we will go stand by the recycle bin. We will rip those things to shreds and then we will pop them in the recycle bin. Now, again, this is not necessarily stuff that's going to be super personal information. So please feel free to take that inside your house and properly uh, shred that information if you don't want anybody to see it. Maybe you just don't even want them to see your home address. That's okay too. Just shred, 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 shred. Go for it. But I want to just tell you that the more simplified you can make this process for yourself, the likelier you are to have a less terrifying, (laughs) never ending mail pile in your house. And so the more you can get rid of before you even bring it into your home, the better. So this is where you are going to stand by your trash cans and you're going to rip as much up as you can and you're going to recycle it. If you don't have a recycle bin and you have one inside, rip it up. And when you get inside, drop it in that recycle bin immediately. If you don't recycle at all, I'm just going to share with you. I think you should look into it. Okay. Help the environment. Moving on. So, okay. So we have that stuff is already going to already get out of the way, right? Those are things that we don't even need to take up brain power in our minds. As most of you know, if you're a busy mom of littles, we have limited brain cells that we're still working with. (laughs) Mom brain is still real. My baby is now in kindergarten and I still have days with mom brain. So the struggle is real. Don't allow mail (laughs) to come into your life and waste those precious, valuable brain cells that you have remaining. Okay. So get rid of whatever you can before it comes inside. I'm going to additionally tell you that if you are hauling kids in with all the things, so you maybe you've got your purse or handbag or clutch, depending on how fancy you are. If you have that in your hands, maybe you have your coffee cup or you have your, your kombucha. Again, how fancy are you? You're probably going to be carrying all that stuff. Plus, maybe you've got kids' backpacks and kids' snacks and lunches if they're back to school and you're trying to help them lug that in. Chances are you've been out and about running errands. Maybe you've got your dry cleaning in your hands or all of the things, right? Maybe birthdays are upcoming. We got a couple kids' birthdays back to back in the fall. So I tend to be popping into Target or wherever lately and picking up some other surprises. When your hands are full of things, this is where you get to outsource and you get to ask another person in your family to be responsible for bringing in the mail because maybe that's one less thing that you can do. But that person needs to be on the same page with you. That person needs to know that before that mail comes in, there's going to be an area for that mail to go. It's not going to be strewn all over the place. If that person has their own mail they're receiving, they're going to take their stuff out. So you don't even have to look at it. So in this particular case, I'm talking about my husband. He will bring in the stuff if my kiddos and I are not grabbing that out of our mailbox that's right next to our front door. He's going to bring that in when he gets home from work. Because why? Because I've got plenty of stuff to do on my own, okay? I have plenty of things to do. And as he's walking in, he doesn't have all those children coming in with him or all those things to carry in. Typically, he might have like a briefcase and 
maybe his coffee mug from the morning before. So he has a spare hand that he can grab that. So make sure you're touching base with other people in your home who are bringing that mail in and say, hey, this is how we're going to do mail now. It makes me a crazy person. I don't want to be a crazy person. And so I would like for us to be on the same page about this. And so let that person also go through. If, if he sees that there are some things that he knows are junk mails, you know, flyers, mailers, things that we're never going to take advantage of, go ahead and shred that up with those handy hands of yours throw it in the recycle. He's going to take his stuff that belongs to him. I may never even see those things. I'm fine with that. And then he's only going to put the things that belong to me right in my little stack. Okay. So that is the very first thing in your purge. You're going to get rid of anything, anything, anything that you don't need. And then you are going to make sure additionally with this purge that you are looking ahead and you are thinking, what would my future self appreciate? My future self would appreciate not to get all of these extra magazines that I'm not buying from anymore. Let's be realistic. How many of you now are getting new magazines coming into your life? Because when we were at home and we were doing a lot more online shopping than we ever have before, we started getting things coming into our home that maybe we weren't getting before. So I'll get like, oh gosh, I, for a while, my husband and I, when we were registering for our wedding, some gosh, we were registering. We've been married 14 years now. So we were registering what, 15 and a half years ago. We registered for some restoration hardware, bedding, some pottery barn and some like Geary's. Do you guys know Geary's of Beverly Hills? That's like the uh, China uh, registered for all those different places. I think, I don't think we registered at Bed Bath & Beyond, but I found myself getting some stuff from there. So all these places started sending me magazines long after we had gotten like our wedding stuff. I didn't need to continue shopping there over and over and over. We got, we got our stuff that we needed. And so I specifically called them or now you can just do it online and say, can you guys take me off of the magazine mailer list? This is a way that you are going to be purging less because it's never even going to show up in your mailbox. So if you can stop those subscriptions, if you can stop those magazines coming into your home, when you know that you're not even going to use those, do that, do that. Absolutely do that. And inevitably, if you do have a one-off where you order from them again, they're going to start coming back into your life, make another phone call or get on the email and, and unsubscribe. So definitely make sure that you are doing a lot of the work on the front end before that mail is even getting to your home. Get rid of it. Do that purge. Shred those things and throw them in the recycle or cancel subscriptions so you never even have those things coming into your home. All right. Next, here's the enhancement. So first we've got the purge. The enhancement is going to be, this is where you got to keep yourself in check. You got to really be good at this. Handle the mail as fast as you can. If there is something that is pressing, obviously open it up, take care of it. This actually kind of goes along really more with kind of the purge and handling some of that stuff on the front end. If you can set things up digitally and if you can have things where they don't come, they might go to like an email reminder or they get automatically set up bills is what I'm really talking about right now. If you can set all of that up online. So again, that paper trail is not coming back to your house and your never ending mail pile is just a mountain at this point. If you can have all those bills set up electronically, absolutely do that. My husband actually is the king of this. He is so great. Got to give credit where credit is due. Honey, 
I appreciate you're doing this. A lot of our bills are actually set up online. Any of those extras that do come back to me so often, I take care of the, I'm so old school. I still will like call and pay a bill. I don't know. I just do that instead of doing it online, but whatever works for you, make sure that you, this is your enhancement. This is taking care of those, those bills and the mail and whatever. Maybe this is also like an RSVP something. If you already know you can or cannot do it the day that that arrives, <gasps> handle it. Girlfriend, handle it right then and there. That's one of the reasons too, that I will have my husband bring in the mail toward the end of the day. Because when I'm getting home, when the mail has arrived and the kiddos are coming in from school and we're doing all that, listen, we have, we run a tight ship around our house when school is in session because those dirty little kids, <laughs> they come in straight to the bathroom, the uh, shower. We are getting them all cleaned up as to not bring in any unnecessarily bring in any germs. And so we're going to get them quickly into a shower. I'm going to quickly get dinner on the table and we're going to do bedtime. And those little stinkers are in bed ASAP. Okay. Do you feel me on that? We're not leaving a whole lot of time open for me to stand at the counter and start sorting through mail. So this way I focus on that, which is really my priority, getting the kids home from school, do our nighttime routine. And when he comes home, he's able to grab the mail and I'm actually at a place where I could sit or stand maybe at the kitchen counter and I can sort through that mail and deal with a lot of it then and there. Now, as I said, if you want to shred things more than just with your hands, have a shredder nearby wherever you're going to bring your mail if your shredder is perhaps in another room that's far down the hall in a closet in a home office, I can understand that, but I want you to be really seriously good about taking that and shredding it right then and there. There's no reason to have all this mail piling up if you are taking care of it right away or if it's junk mail and you know that you don't need it. So just have that little chat with yourself and say, do I want to look at this mail pile that makes me a crazy person every day? Or do I want to just handle this quickly? This is where we get into the extras. This is your third step in organizing your mail. And this is where you're going to have the proper organization put in place so that you are able to tuck that away when you need to, or have certain things kind of, I call it like in limbo. You might have an area that's like in limbo. You may have another area where you're wanting to put like any gift cards or like, you know, the times when you know that your credit card is going to be expiring soon. We just, I just went through this in May. Two of my cards, my debit and my credit card were going to expire right in May. And so I had those linger there in limbo just for a little bit because they send out your new card so early. And I needed to make sure that before I immediately activated the new card, that I was going back and all of those online bills that are automatically ready to be taken care of where I'm not necessarily getting a lot of this is for my business. So like in order to have my website up and running my online courses on my membership site, all these different things, like things for my podcast, a lot of those bills are just automatic. They're automatically withdrawn and taken out. So I needed to go back in and check on all those credit cards to make sure I knew which card was associated with which bill and make sure that they had my new updated credit card information, right? And so if that is something that you have going on, then you might need a limbo spot for those incoming credit cards to live. Or like I said, a gift card that maybe you haven't used yet or something. 
So in our case, I have two separate areas for my husband and actually three total. I'll tell you about a third in a moment. I have one area for my husband that is an open and closed box because he has a little bit more that he likes to keep other than just mail in that area. He'll like change from his pocket. He'll have like, maybe he's got his little knife. I don't know. He might not want me to say little, maybe that's not masculine. What do I say? He has like his strong, tough man, Swiss army knife. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't carry, I don't carry weapons around with me. So I don't really know what to call that. Is it even a Swiss army knife or is that like for camping? I don't know these things, but he'll have that. (laughs) I remember my dad always had one too. It's his pocket knife. So he'll have that. And then he'll have maybe garage door opener. He'll have maybe sunglasses, something like that. These things he want, maybe he'll have like some of his collar stays. So if he comes in and he's got his collar stays from his um, business shirts and he wants to pull those out, he has a little cup in there that I've put in. He can stick his collar stays in there. So that way, you know, he, they, they don't get lost whenever he drops them in the uh, dry cleaning basket. So maybe it makes sense for your catch-all basket to also be kind of your mail basket. That is mail that you need to sort through when the time is right. So have that for him. I put a lid on it. So he has an actual box that has a lid on it because I don't want to look at it, but he also has it in a high traffic area where he knows that he needs to go back to that and he can look at that every single day. We don't want it out of sight, out of mind. We just don't want it cluttering up our countertops. And so that is a good solution for him. For me, I have a little area where I said, I'll put, you know, like upcoming things I'm going to handle. And then I'll put gift cards, uh, gift certificates, because if there's anything, I tend to do everything in my kitchen. So if there's anything that I want to purchase and I know I'm going to be out running those errands, they're right there and I can just grab them quickly. These things may live in a drawer for you. I just have like a teeny little file folder that slides under my countertop. I don't really know how to describe that, but trust me, that's where it is. So for me, because it's not a terrible, horrible eyesore, I'll kind of tuck that away. And I know that that's easily accessible for me. I also have another kind of family zone, which is what I talked about last week on the episode 29, which was your command center. And we have a separate kind of in limbo mailbox, which is stuff that needs to be filed away later. So this is like tax related info I talked about, or maybe it's just something that has to do with my business that I don't need yet, but I need it in the coming months. So I'll pop something like that up there. And maybe it's receipts for things that we just need to, again, show for our our tax returns later. And so I'll stick them up there. And then whenever I have a few things up there, I'll grab a handful I'll take them up to where they actually live, so whether that's an office or bedroom or a lockbox or whatever. You'll you guys will end up taking that then to the next location where it lives until you know tax season. I also too just want you to know that if, if your kids are receiving mail or if you live with someone else in your home who is receiving mail, it's a great idea to keep this separate. So I really love a good acrylic um, container store has some great ones of these and they look like paper trays, but they're acrylic containers. So that way you can just kind of label to the side whose mail it is. And that person knows, Oh, here, we need to go over here and, and handle this and pull that out and whatever. And again, do it ASAP. If you do know that you can go to something or can't go to something RSVP quickly. These days, I don't really feel, I feel like everybody's RSVP is no, because we're, some of us are still social distancing. So, uh, but get on that, jump on that quickly. It's important. It's important for your sanity. And it's also important for your space, your countertop. You don't want that never ending mail pile 
to be a thorn in your side, especially if you have it in a high traffic area where it's coming in and it's just getting dropped. Be really diligent about staying on top of this. Otherwise, it's just going to get away with you. And listen, if you're in a position now where you're like, Paige, there's no way I could keep a tiny little file area over to the side on my counter because my mail pile is out of flipping control. First of all, you're not alone. That is not uncommon. Second of all, have you guys heard my episode? That's, I believe it's episode seven. It's called The Essential Purge. And I talk about in that episode just purging the clutter. And I say that 1% better might be all you're capable of that day. And that's okay. If you can shoot for getting 1% better every day, in this case, it might mean picking up one piece of mail in your big, fat, never-ending mail pile stack. If that's the case, pick up one letter. Look at one letter. Open one thing. Decide if it can be shredded, recycled, or you need to deal with it now. If it is something that belongs in limbo and you need to take care of it, but at that moment, for whatever reason, justifiable or not, it can be put to the side. Find a really good organization system that works for your space and works for you, whatever your style is, not only how it looks, but like, what's your style? Are you really going to get back to this? You're going to put it off, put it off. If you're a putter offer, if you're a procrastinator on that kind of stuff, first give yourself some grace because life shouldn't be that serious. But second of all, find an organization system that's going to work best for you. Do you need it to be in plain sight in a clear acrylic container? Do you need it to be tucked away? Like my husband's actually really great at it where he'll close that up. But then when he opens it, he does a lot of looking through mail on the weekends. Uh, so he'll open that back up and he'll sort through it. Great. Put a top on it and then you don't have to look at it necessarily all day, but at the same time, just be really good about revisiting that space and making sure you're clearing out anything that just is not going to be serving you, right? If you've got mail that's coming in, that's making you a crazy person, you've got to get that under control. Is it easy? It can be. It really can be because if you aren't so stressed about knocking it all out all at once, because that's when we really put things off is when we feel like we have a lot to do. If you can just focus on 1% better, oftentimes, and I say lean in and just begin, oftentimes it's a matter of just making the decision, okay, TV show is on a commercial, I'm going to hop up and I'm going to go open one letter. What you might find is you might just grab that stack and go sit down on the couch with it and be opening and sorting through and have the trash can next to you or the shredder next to you and just be watching your favorite. Mine's always like Grey's Anatomy. I love it. Oh, oh, we got to talk about this. Go to Netflix and search, get organized with the home edit. The girls, my girls, I love these girls. I pretend like they're my best friends. They don't know me. They really don't. I pretend like they do. Is that healthy? Maybe not. Maybe that's weird. Clea and Joanna, you girls are I mean, ladies, you ladies, and they're also fellow moms, are amazing at organization, so inspirational. So I am now binge watching Netflix, Get Organized with the Home Edit, having so much fun with that. If you aren't seeing that yet, maybe you're focusing on um, tidying up with Marie Kondo, or maybe you're focusing on something, you know, normal that other people watch <laughs> that have nothing to do with organization. But whatever your favorite show is that you're binge watching, grab that never ending mail pile, 
grab a trash can or a shredder and get ready to just start sorting through. And if you can just lean in and begin on that very first letter, you might find, oh, that wasn't so bad. Okay, took care of that. Now I can go on to the next. Now I can go on to the next. And look, now you're even more than 1% more organized that day. So give yourself some grace and definitely simplify where you can. So I hope you guys remember these tips. Just make sure that you are doing that purge making sure that you are canceling subscriptions, making sure that you are shredding things and tossing them in the recycle before they even come into your home. All right. Also, your enhancement, making sure that you are handling that stuff quickly. Don't let it sit. That's when procrastination can set in. And then finally, that extra of making sure you are putting in the proper organization things into your space so that you can file away important documents so that you need them so that you can have those RSVP things ready and waiting whenever it is time to join the rest of the world again and go back to events again and do fun things. Make sure that those things are put in a specific area so you don't have to go hunt them down or they don't get lost. And I will say, it might feel like if that never ending mail pile has been making you crazy for months and months that what you wanna do is just slide it all off the counter into the trash can. I can see how that would be tempting, but don't do it. You definitely want to make sure you're not losing anything important in there. And, you know, mail comes to you a lot of times because there are important reminders in there. Some of it trash, some of it junk, but some of it's important. So don't toss it all in your struggle. Just know that you can kind of reframe how you feel about it. Stick to these three E's. And I hope that that helps when organizing your never ending mail pile. All right. Share this episode with a friend if it was helpful for you and let me know if I've missed anything. So if there is something that's still making you crazy with the mail and I didn't talk about it, reach out to me. You can always go to everything with style mom on Instagram, even on Facebook. You can DM me and tell me, Hey, can you also do a follow-up and talk about this? If there was something I missed or if there are new things that you guys would love to hear about, I'm super excited and motivated and inspired these days now that we're back in the swing of everything in the fall to start doing more podcast episodes. So tell me what you want to hear about next. I'm super excited to do that for you. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.